Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. This is a safe place, a place where we can feel free sharing our feelings. Think of my office as a nest and a tree of trust and understanding. We can say anything. Anything. This is Dirt and Sprague. Deep down, I'm, I'm feeling a little confused. I mean, suddenly you get married and you're supposed to be this entirely different guy. I don't, I don't, I don't feel different. With Andy Dirt Johnson. I have to look over at a certain point during the meal and see a, a waitress taking an order. And, uh, and I found myself wondering uh, what color her underpants might be. Her panties. And Brendan Sprague. Odds are they're probably basic white cotton underpants but I, I started to think maybe they're silk panties maybe maybe it's maybe it's a thong maybe it's something really cool that i don't even know about you know dirt and spray gone 1080 what what i thought we were in the trust tree with in the nest are we not the fan all right welcome back in our number two dirt and sprague here on portland sports leader 1080 the fan the odyssey app 99.5 hd2 and of course youtube.com backslash 1080 the fan you can now watch the radio station on YouTube. Got some YouTube content coming your way. Ooh, the dirty tease. Are you doing something? No. Are you doing something? I was just teasing. I, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I'm not planning on it. I'd like to do more. But I'm surprised I, Swag doesn't have a YouTube show yet. I think he should have one. Talking timbers and pilots with Swag. Sundays with Swigard. Yeah, just hanging out, smoking with Swigard while he's while he's smoking his meats. Smoking meat, smoking Smoke. cocktails. I'll smoke a cocktail too. <laughs> hey, tasty stuff. All right, Josh. Uh, we have a lot to get to here in the second hour of the show. Uh, if you missed the first hour, you can always catch the Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com. Check out the latest special offers for the listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. You guys can benefit from this relationship we have. And you can reach us at the Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them at VancouverFord.com. I understand that, like, the eighth game of the NBA regular season doesn't always scream two segments to people. I mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. But there are interesting things about this team and this journey. I think the way you and I are watching the season or kind of following it are, are somewhat the same and somewhat different. Like, you're watching Jeremy Grant, and you're like, Man, I can't wait to trade this. 38 points. What a night. 
You're watching uh, Malcolm Brogdon when he's not hurting you. Malcolm Brogdon looking good. Great asset right there. Vet point guard, sixth man of the year last year. Could could get quite a haul. He's going to help somebody down the stretch. And I'm kind of watching this going, do these pieces work for the rebuild? Because I don't think this rebuild's something they want to take four years on. I think it's fair to say that if this is a three-year process and by year three they're sneaking into the play-in and maybe becoming a sleeper playoff team, I would say that's their goal. Now, is it realistic? I, I don't know. It's tough to rebuild quickly. I noted that before the season started. Yes, it is. But last night, I mean, you see along this way, you see flashes. They're going to lose games this year by 20, maybe 30 points at different different times of the season. But, Dirt, I, I really do believe that was Chauncey's best game. He had to play Justin Manaya. <laughs> like, how there was a moment in the first half I was looking at who was on the floor and just yes. laugh, just laughing. I'm like, this is where we're at. <laughs> like, there was a moment I'm like, I'm pretty sure Jabari Walker's the best player on the floor for the Blazers right now, and that's not a good thing, but they were finding a way to compete. Jabari Walker, second-round guy. Justin Manaya, nobody knew who he was. Kamara, second-round guy you just got in a trade. Yeah. Skylar Mays, basically a G League player that's gotten his chance with Portland a couple times and took in fu- taken full advantage of it. Uh, Murray is a late-round, first-round pick. Like He's having to play these guys last night, and they damn near beat the Kings, and maybe if Shaden doesn't foul out, they beat the Kings in overtime. But Shaden did foul out, and that's the unfortunate thing. What I, I'm just trying to find the things that get me to the next game. Mm-hmm. And last night, I latched on to Chauncey looking good from a coaching angle and getting guys to play hard. I mean, when you don't really have great point guard options, I mean, Skylar Mays was kind of it for them. You get Shaden Sharp setting up stuff. And what's interesting is you noted an alley-oop pass. He threw a pass to DeAndre earlier in the game, cutting in the same way, but it was a straight-line pass that the defender had knocked out of bounds at the baseline. Yeah. And DeAndre just did one of these, pointed up. And later on, what did you see? A lob. And it led him perfectly to the hoop, and he gets an easy bucket. Swag said something interesting in that last segment. DeAndre finally had a good game. I think DeAndre's had a good season. I just think $30 million to people sounds like a guy who can go get his own shot. Mm-hmm. He's never been that player, and he is not that player. No. And he got set up last night and hit quite a few free throw extended type jumpers. So it was a good game, but I think DeAndre's had a good year. But this is what a bad team can kind of get you is check in, check out. Oh, has this guy been good or not? Like, You just get a lot of people that don't know. And I'm not saying Swag hasn't been watching. I'm just saying, like, it's easy when a team has low expectations, Dirt, to to not be invested whatsoever. And I get it from both your angles, or your angles specifically. But I am finding things to latch on to game by game. I I think every fan needs to do that in a rebuild. If you're going to survive a rebuild, you got to find something that's going to interest you and that you want to watch. And I'll maintain the most important thing this year is development, right? They're not going anywhere. They're going to lose a lot of games. It's development. Is what? What does Shaden Sharp look like from game one to game eighty-two? And how much different is his? You know, how much difference is there in his game when Scoot gets back? I think that's been a major bummer early on in the year. Not only was he not playing well, and then you add the ankle sprain to it, and it's like. Dude, that was one of the things I was most excited to watch Blazer games for was just to see how is Scoot looking? Is, is he developing? Does he look like a guy that you can build a franchise around? I'm with you on Aiton. I actually, I wasn't the biggest Aiton guy. I still don't know 100% how to feel about him long term, but he's played, he's played pretty solid. Now, to your point, 
He's not going to be the kind of center that you're just going to, you know, dump it to and he's going to score on his own every single time. He's not a Jokic. He's not. He just doesn't have that offensive game. What he can do is play some defense, grab a ton of rebounds. Both those things have been solid. Mm-hmm. And then when guys are setting him up with alley-oops, he's finishing around the rim, which was always, I think, the big criticism about Nurkic is that he plays like a six foot two guard instead of realizing he's one of the biggest bodies on the floor night in and night out. Go dunk on somebody. Go finish around the hoop. Aiton does that, and I will appreciate that for him. I'll jokingly bring up the Grant trade thing just because I don't necessarily know how that whole thing fits, and this is where they're kind of in a weird spot. Like He's 29 going on 30. I think they're probably two years away from being a competitive team. He's going to be 32 at that point. I know he just signed the contract, but I just there's a timeline window there that it's just like, ah, does that really make a ton of sense? That was arguably his best game in a Blazer uniform, though. I don't even know if it's close. No, like, I, I think easily that was his dude, best he game. Was un- yeah. He was unbelievable last night, yes, man. He, he couldn't miss from three. He was shooting all over the floor. He's getting to the foul line. He had three blocks to go with all the assists and the rebounds three he blocks, had. Three blocks, five assists, nine boards. Dude, he was yeah. awesome last night, and that was really cool to see. Here Here's what I will say, though. Just from a very simple angle, this is such a <laughs> such a small market mindset, but sometimes we have that because we are in a small market. There's an aspect of appreciating the fact, for me, that they're playing hard. <laughs> like, like, at the start of the year, the first couple of games, there was that gulp of like, oh, God. I thought the Clipper game was a tell of like, oh, no. This could be bad. They're going to get like, and, and look, this team sucks. They're going to lose a lot of games. They're going to have, as you pointed out, some games where they lose by 25, and you're like, all right, click, I'm not watching tonight. They didn't bring it. That's going to happen. But since the first couple of nights of the NBA season, there has been an effort. There has been an intensity. There has been a drive. And that, to me, is at least a little bit credit to coaching. I wasn't sure if we were going to have that at the start of the year, but they're playing hard. They're going to lose a lot of games, but Mm -hmm. they played hard last night. Like, I can live with that. If you're going to ask me to commit three hours of my night to watching your product, give me what you gave me last night. I don't care if you win or lose because, again, you're tanking and you're not supposed to win games. But be competitive. Be fun to watch. Play with a lot of effort. And I'm going to watch you more nights than I don't. You've had two. Tamani emerged as this big defensive guy, yep. long, lengthy, athletic dude that you got in a trade, and he's not much offensively. He's kind of more a Tony Allen type for them. He yep. kind of becomes four on five offensively. But he's also, I mean, as a rookie, it's hard to be good offensively in the NBA. It's just, yeah, well, it's going to take him some time there, but he's bringing it defensively. He's not aggressive offensively. No. And that's, you know, I guess that's not shocking given he's got Malcolm, Jeremy Grant, Aiton, you got Shaden, obviously when Scoot comes back, and then Ant, but... I, I think it's easy for him to kind of fall back to what he knows or what he's good at and what he's thriving at is defense. Totally. I will ask you guys this question. Is there, a, is there a possibility for either of you, the Blazers don't finish with a good record, and this season kind of ends with a dud because I, I think they're going to win less than 28 games. I think I know that sounds crazy because yeah. they're at three I, and five. It will be they will be challenged to win twenty five. Is there a is there a world that you're kind of painting here, dirt a little bit? Is there a world where both of you walk away feeling like you know, or change your feelings on Chauncey as a coach? Possibly. Mm, I don't think you're so. going to say no. I'm going to say no. Okay. I just I don't even if you get more of these games, these like they they were actually pretty close. They just did, yeah. couldn't put it together for the whole five quarters I just I don't I so I look I'm not blaming him for anything that's happened he this whole thing the last couple of years has been a dumpster fire and they've tanked at the end of the season this team's gonna likely get there as well I I just I have a really hard time grading a coach and what impact he's making and especially like I don't 
it's great if he helps some of these young guys develop, but if you give him a winning roster, does he have the ability to outmaneuver another coach? Like, that's a question on Chauncey we're not going to know for a long oh, it's time. It's going to take a minute, yeah. Right? So I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily arguing to fire him um, if you have another losing season, but I don't know if I get to the point at the end of the year where I'm like, yep, you got the right guy. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't know if I can get there. I mean, I still year. didn't have any formulated opinion on Chauncey after two years. I was like, I don't know what yep. he is as an NBA coach. So. I trashed him after the Clipper game. I, I like this. What is that yeah. performance? So, and I was really impressed last night. If we see, yeah, because you had, you know, you were without four regulars, five regulars in overtime uh, by the time Shaden fouled out. So is this team focused? Are they motivated? Are they organized? They may not, they may not have as much talent as a lot of their opponents, but, you know, give me those things. Do they show development throughout the season? Then I'm like, okay, I, I I can see the signs of where he's trying to go. Now, can you put more on the roster around him, either through trades with some of the veterans? They should have another decent draft pick. Can you make another good selection there? Where can you go? So I'm I'm this season for me is mostly about is Chauncey going to show me that he's the guy that can take whatever they end up with in a year or two when they make all the roster moves and do something with it. I think to Dirt's point, too, like I, I think a, a big part for people who aren't diehard basketball blazer people is when you give games like that, even though they lost, and I, I would argue it's actually that was the best possible scenario is they played <laughs> like that right? but still secured a ping pong ball. I mean, when you play like that, it you do kind of lend yourself, even though your record might not be good, to getting people to go, yeah. No, no, I like watching this. Like it doesn't. Right. It's not it's fun to watch, but yeah, entertaining, right. scrappy. Well, and you look and, at yeah. the final play off the out of bounds. Well, that's not. Yeah, I mean that's Dame Lillard crystal light is what that was. <laughs> like Skyler well, Mays sidestep back three from that no, no, distance no, no, no. is not of the overtime. Shot. I want no, not it not no 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 not in regulation, but in overtime. <laughs> that was the Zima of Damian, Damian was, Lillard yeah. game winning shots. But I didn't in overtime, that. they had <laughs> to overcome. Good. How do you get a play? Can you get the ball to your best player sure. on the night? Yeah. You were down three, so you had to avoid them having the opportunity to foul you on the floor for two free throws. Sure. They got the ball to their best player with as good a look as you can hope to have yeah. without him being fouled. And so that's – and the guys ran what he had called in the timeout. So from a coaching standpoint, whether the ball goes in or not, that that's on the players. But did they – were they able to execute? Was he able to come up with something in that situation that provided them an opportunity? That's all your coach can do, and he did. I had a conversation with Nimick yesterday. I've texted with a couple friends who are Blazer fans, and I will tell you right now, Dirt, I said you're hitting at a 3.30 clip <laughs> on Blazer takes, which if this was baseball, you'd be a multi-all-star. Feeling great. And I will say the one thing you've hit correctly, at least in my orbit, is your shade and sharp has to be the best player thing. I think people like Scoot. If I told you Scoot's career taps out at its best as Mike Conley. Take it. I mean, that's a good career. You're not, not what you want with a second or third overall pick, but that's that you can win with Mike Conley. Given Shaden becomes best player, yes. are yeah. we happy if Scoot's ceiling is Mike Conley's yeah. career? Yes. I'm okay with that. Okay. As long as Shaden turns into Kobe. Baby Kobe. <laughs> Or it goes from baby Kobe 
to full size Kobe. Well, me and Nimic were talking about how he looks, his game, his style, mm-hmm. and I thought Nimic actually had a funny nickname for him. I know Showtime Shay's kind of taking off here, and I'm not saying this is going to pass it, but we we ended up calling him uh, what what was it? It was uh, oh, it was Booker Roy Bryant <laughs> because he's had he has elements of Roy's like turnaround yes. fadeaway shot. Yes. He's got kind of the Kobe athleticism, and sometimes he kind of moves and looks like Devin Booker. Can we add a, like a like a Jordan in there too, LeBron? Can we add Jordan LeBron? <laughs> Hyphenate well? the last yes, name. Yes, come on, LeBron Jordan. There Booker you go. Roy Bryant Jordan, <laughs> the all black law firm. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, he just he, he has to continue to grow. He has been of all the positives this year. You can go Chauncey, you can go you know DeAndre Ayton and all that. Like Shaden Sharp has been. Like if you're asking for what is bringing me back to watch more games, it has been what is Shaden Sharp going to do tonight? He shot eight free throws. He's getting line more this year. Do you know what his quality, like a special quality of his, has been this season? And then we'll go to football. Hmm. His ability to play and play so well that I have no idea that he is shooting the ball at such an awful clip. Until I see the stat line at the yeah. free throw line. One of five from three. Yeah. Five of 14 from the field. That is inefficient basketball. And I didn't feel like he had a bad game whatsoever. That in itself is growth and development. He has some plays as an athlete sometimes, too, that just you're, oh, my God. You like, can't believe it. If I that think it lin was, dunk would have happened, yes. holy crap. I think it was the end of the first half, too, where he jumped up and stole a pass and then got a three. Like, they were trying, like, a half-court yes. pass kind of thing. You're like, how did he, what just happened there? How did he jump that high? He's insane. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, all right, coming up next, a national host stealing takes on this show. How does Dirt feel about it? Next on The Fan. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sometimes uh, we find out that national people tune into the radio show. I know. Hard to believe. We're a big deal. We're on YouTube now. Do you know that? (laughs) Big deal. Still the coolest thing I'll probably ever do in my life to my kids <laughs> be on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, kind of anybody can be on YouTube, but that doesn't matter to them. No, it does not. Uh, I gave a take this week, and what I like about Duck Fan is if you don't give the Ducks enough credit, they'll they'll tell you that you're being disrespectful, or yes. you're, you're you're underrating, or you're not giving them their share due. And then when you when you tell them they're the best, they're always like, "Whoa, easy, calm down. We got a big game this weekend against Arizona State. It's three games to go. Okay, don't don't put the cart in front of the horse." And my whole take has been at this <laughs> point, uh, despite how anybody feels, no matter who you root for, 
I think this is the e- this not easiest. This is the best year potentially for Oregon to win their national championship. They so covet, so they can tell Husky fan we got the whole piece, not just a half. <laughs> Even though if it was flipped, they'd be doing the same thing. We got a real one. How about that? But I, I I really do believe it. I don't just say it to say it. I I look at the landscape of college football, and maybe we get Oregon Georgia in the playoff, and we'll wait and see on that. But it'd be pretty remarkable to go from 46-point loss to a year later beating that same team. That's huge inroads. And you don't want anything to do with the take. You don't want to talk about the take. You somehow heard the take and then went, let's talk about DJ and Oregon State for half yeah, hour. Like Fight Club. <laughs> so, like, sometimes your fan base is weirdly insecure and then, yes. like, over-secure. Give us respect, but yeah. not too much respect, okay? <laughs> say we're the best in our conference, That's right? but don't say anything about it. Cap Alabama. it right there. Don't go further than that. I don't want anything to do with that. Well, Joel Klatt listens to the show, and Joel Klatt, he also agreed with my take. Here's oh, Joel Klatt on his podcast. Oregon, it won't shock me at all if Oregon wins the Pac-12. Duh. It won't shock me at all if Oregon wins the national championship. I mean, I, I don't think that that's crazy to hmm. state that. That's why I've moved them ahead of Florida State in my top 10. Hmm. Swigard, uh, <laughs> Oregon a top three team and Josh Pate's JP poll? Yes, no? I'm, I don't think he knows the me. answer to that. <laughs> the answer is yes. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> Yeah, he's not going to know that. It's a radio thing, a <laughs> bit. Like, I'm yeah. like teeing you up for an easy yes, and then I slam dunk it, and you're D-Wade, and I'm LeBron. <laughs> yes, they're number two. Hey, thanks, Swigard. Appreciate that, Josh. Uh, and uh, yes, number two in the JP poll. You're not going to let that go, are you? Uh, Joel Klatt. No, anytime we're upset, we're calling you Josh now. <laughs> Joel Klatt, proclaiming Oregon can win the national championship. You can run and hide all you want. You can avoid the conversation but doing a show for 10 years with you, I kind of know how you operate, and you're waiting to do the cocky, sniffing, chest-puffing thing. Peacock feathers. You guys are in this by everybody's metric. You are looked at as maybe the best team in college football. Stop running away from it. Look, I agree. I think Aiden Childs should get a lot of snaps in the second half. They're playing Stanford. <laughs> should be a blowout game. I'm really excited to see how the freshman looks. Go Branson. Some, getting some reps. <laughs> Let's get, get some depth pieces in the game. No, look, I don't disagree with anything that, that anybody's take on Oregon. Like, you're not wrong. Joe Klatt's not wrong. That's the it's It's the exciting part about this year and the terrifying part about this year. Because you, I, I legitimately do think you have a chance. I, do, I legitimately think Oregon is one of the best teams in the country. Does that mean they're going to win out and go yeah. to the playoff? No. Does it mean you're going to do it? No. But you're when there is a scary aspect of it being a reality that exists. But you have no margin for error. You have no margin for error. Like there, there's been years past. Oregon's had a lot of shots at the playoff in the last handful of years, right? I brought this up on Monday. When we were talking about it. 2019, they were a one-loss team with two weeks to go. You went out, you're in the playoff. What they do? They lost to Arizona State. 2021, you're a one-loss team with two weeks to go or three weeks to go, whatever it was. What do you do? Mario's bouncing. You get blown up by Utah. See you later. Season's done. But you upgraded your coach. I know. I'm not saying you haven't done any of that. Last year, you were a one-loss team with three weeks to go. You had a chance to make the playoff last year. You lost Washington, lost Oregon State. Season crumbles. You go to the Holiday Bowl, right? You've had chances. The reality, though, that exists in those seasons was even if you got there, 
It was basically like a, eh, attaboy, way to make the playoff. You had no chance in hell. 2019, you would have played LSU. You would have lost by 800 points. Yeah. The Georgia team last year, like, you're not. Nobody we, was beating them. We we played them literally last year, and we lost by 46 points. Right. Maybe you lose by 35, but you're not beating that Georgia team. So in other years when you've had a chance to make it, there hasn't even been the reality. Like, that thought hasn't even popped into any Duck fan's head unless you're just the craziest loon out there and you're just that big of a honk. Ah, pun intended there with the loon duck yeah, reference. You like that? Yeah, this year's this year's different, and I think that's why, for me personally, the pressure is so much higher than it's been in years past because you understand that, that that is a reality. Now, there's an aspect in the back of my mind of, like, I want to see somebody beat Georgia. I don't know if somebody is. I don't know if it's Bama. I don't know if somebody else is going to get them. They play Ole Miss this weekend. I know that they don't look like the Georgia team of the last couple of years, but I there's just an aspect of like, can anybody actually beat them? I totally get that. We do that a lot in the playoffs where we're like, oh, I don't know. Michigan's been dominant the last two years. Look how good Michigan's been in the last two regular seasons. Now maybe cheating, yes. Dude, they went and played Georgia two years ago and they got embarrassed. Last year they lost to TCU. Yeah. So you go down these roads of like, we got a shot to win, and then you get there and you're like, wait, TCU's beating Michigan? How the hell is this happening? So crazy things can happen, but I think that's where the pressure is mounting is that it is a reality this year, but you got to go take care of business to have a chance at it. Well, but I just, I think you got to look at the landscape and you have to evaluate. What's Oregon's weakness right now? I would say pass defense can leave something to be desired. Uh, they, I think their secondary can be gotten so from that, time to time. Wouldn't that kind of lend itself to, in a way, you're saying the pass rush? Or you just don't think, even with two seconds, think, your DBs can somewhat struggle it's, at times? It can be a combination. I think of the, of the pass defense, the rush has been the strength of it. There have been quarterbacks that have found ways to have success against Oregon secondary this year. Well, they're going against quite the mobile, out-of-pocket passer this weekend. Yes, and, they are. And, and I understand USC's not ranked, but Oregon gets a little grief from some of, hey, you've only beaten one team with a winning record all year. Mm-hmm. And that's a fair point. I don't know what the overall records of opponents would be, but... I'm going to point to Michigan and say they've beaten nobody. If anybody got to play the Michigan, if my Beavers got the Michigan schedule at this point. Yeah, you would be undefeated. Probably undefeated as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we'd be putting Oregon State in this category, but Michigan gets it because it's Harbaugh <laughs> and Big Blue. But if Oregon takes care of business in Eugene this week, and the way that some of us think they will, even though USC is down and it's evident their defense is not very good, there is always, always going to be cachet in blowing out the Trojans. 100%. A 7-3 USC team who's mm-hmm. desperate. They fired their coordinator, and in comes the big bad Caleb Williams. If you win that game by three touchdowns, the way you did against Colorado, you think this noise is loud now? Oh, it's going to keep getting louder. It's going to get sure. amplified by Monday and yeah. Tuesday in the college football world, especially by the ones who already believe. Well, it's going to be really interesting. I know Husky fan, and I, I sympathize a little bit with Husky fan because they're they're going through this whole thing of like, wait a minute, we won the game, and, and nobody's giving us that level of respect. For we, sure. We beat this team, and now people are ranking Oregon ahead of Washington, and John Wilner did it, which is stupid. Pate's not a ranking. It's a it's a power rating based on spreads, and he's not wrong. We've got a look ahead line in Vegas that has Oregon favored over Washington. He his, went eight and a half. His, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of points. A lot of points. Um, so I, I understand, and I, I sympathize of what they're going through. The unique part about these last couple of weeks, and I think I brought this up this week, but we're going to have a lot of comparable games. Oregon just played Utah in Salt Lake City and won 35-6. Utah's in Seattle this weekend. Washington just went on the road to L.A., won by 10 against USC, scored 52 on them. Oregon's going to play USC this weekend. Next week, we get Washington on the road in Corvallis against Oregon State. In two weeks, we get Oregon, Oregon State. So you're going to have a lot of these comparable outcomes, and we'll see how the final couple of weeks shake out. But 
I guarantee you that a lot of folks who are wondering what do I do with these rankings and, hey, it was only a field goal game, mm-hmm. this is going to become an argument. If Utah does – or if Washington does not beat Utah the way that Oregon did and they say maybe win by a late touchdown or something, that will be brought into arguments. If Oregon beats USC by 28 and they crumble in the second half, that will be brought into arguments. So you're going to have comparable opponents, which is going to make the final couple of weeks really interesting. Uh, we have a lot more football to get into. Ken Barkley's going to join us of You Better, You Bet at 8 a.m. Don't go anywhere, Dirt and Sprague. We're back with more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. couple thoughts at the uh, YouTube chat. You can fire away in there. Serena just commented with a bunch of ends. So, shout out if you're a real person. That's cool. What does that mean, ends? Just end. Just like typed in like, like 30. No! Just 37 ends. Like your thumb got stuck on the keyboard and then randomly hit enter. Uh, Joel says, Oregon's not going to win the national championship. They don't have the coaching yet. Lanning might get there. Mm. But he doesn't have the experience. It isn't the game manager needed to win at all. See, nobody's giving us a chance. I love it. Chip on the shoulder. So Joe Klatt's texting in <laughs> while he's listening to the take so he can That's see Joe, yeah, 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 Joe Klatt's Joe texting right in there. Too. He's trying to play both sides of the fence. Come I, on, Joe. I mean, yeah, <laughs> your, your coach has come up short in some big games and had questionable decision-making in fourth-down spots. But, yeah, I hear it. It's not a guarantee they're going to win the t- championship. It could just be Georgia again. I feel again. like, though, Dan Lanning goes back. I think he's learned from those. I think if he gets in similar situations again, he will apply what he learned previously. He may do it the same way, but I think there will be a thought process of, okay, is we, we've been in a similar situation. Let me make sure we're reading this right. And he might do something different. He also has a pro NFL quarterback who <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying this with any fact sourcing at all. 
I'd be willing to lean that his quarterback doesn't really have real class, and so like he's just a pro quarterback. Dude, in he's college. been in college for five years. I think he graduated two years ago. Yeah, right, like, he's, like he's, he got he's his in, master's yeah. in what? <laughs> Pool education, <laughs> bowling. He's yeah, yeah. Come on, he's doing uh, salsa dancing right now. Yeah, I will say this to Swag's point. We haven't really talked too much about it since the Washington game. But as somebody who obviously, I mean, we all watch the Oregon games, but as something that has stood out to me. Not as much as you, though. Not as much. Nobody wants. I've actually watched the Cal game three times now. <laughs> this is really <laughs> you weird. You wouldn't be shocked if you were telling the truth about it. Dude, that. can I tell you something? This is how nerdy I am with college football. I'm trying to get in better. Like the kid thing, I'm going to get sidetracked here, but the kid thing has me worried. Like I need to get in better shape. I want to be able to keep up with the kids. I've been exercising more and all that. Look at you. I, I'm not eating healthy, so I'm not losing any weight, but I'm exercising more. Let's get the heart rate up. You know, let's do 50% of it and then we're good, right? <laughs> Halloween was tough. Fried cheese curds and pizza. A lot of chocolate around the house in October. <laughs> You know how nerdy I am with college football? You know how nerdy I am? This is what I'll do. I have my man... This is not really a man cave, but I have a garage with stuff on the wall, and there's a treadmill and a TV, but it's yeah. too that's cold a, to sit out there. a man cave for most of us. It's, it's kind of what we got, right? We call it our man cave, but it's freezing out there. I don't have insulation. Yeah. So I will run on my treadmill and listen to college football fight songs and watch college football games while I work out. <laughs> that's the nerdiest thing what I've ever What fight admitted. songs are you listening to? I have like a Spotify playlist of like drum football? lines and college football <laughs> bands, and I'll, I'll turn on like replay games so need, and we work have, out. We and, have the NFL Films Music Library. You need to go that route. I think that would See, I'm more of a college guy than NFL guy. I'm more of a college guy. You get the drum line going, you know, and you're running, you're kind of feeling it, you you know, you get into the mood. Can we go back to the you're exercising more, but you're still eating really poorly things? You're not losing weight. I'm not putting too big of a standard on myself. I just want a better heart rate. He is waiting until Smudge is about five, and he can just start cranking out the Kraft macaroni and cheese like nobody's business. Well, so you're always the guy that tells people, I'm not a sweets guy, then you just admit out loud I housed all the candy well, at my Halloween house. was tough. It's fun-sized candy bars. What do you want from me? It's all over the place, okay? <laughs> Is that how you convince yourself to eat it? You're like, yes. fun size. Dirt's now fun size. Yeah, he's a fun size. <laughs> I'm not fun size. I'm I, large size. I would actually, as funny as that was, I'm thinking about this now in real time. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing the right thing. Oh, okay. I think the exercise... The working out part or the... the wor- Both. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> you want results, and that's where the eating comes into play. Yeah. But it's a dangerous game to play with somebody pregnant gaining weight. Totally. She's eating a ton. There's a lot of food in the house. Last thing she yeah. wants to see is you being felt in the mirror going, I'm actually kind of cut now, babe. <laughs> I've lost 20 pounds. Like, she doesn't want to hear or see that. So no. I think you're doing this right. You're, you're looking after your health. Yeah. But you're taking one for the team and diving into that extra slice of pepperoni pizza. Okay. Well, I just wanted to tell you, too, how big of a college football nerd I am. That's how big of a college football nerd I am. The point I was going to make, though, before I got sidetracked on my exercise routine is I actually think Lanning's been really conservative since the Washington game. Like he, I've, I've kind of been, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. He attempted a 55-yard yes. field goal on fourth and seven on Saturday, and I'm like, what are we, am I missing something with Camden Lewis here? I'm glad you said this. <laughs> what is this? I've kind of picked that up too, and I think that is a little bit of a byproduct of the backlash you get when you lose a Washington game in yeah. three moments. But I also think, I think he is, um, I really like Dan Lanning. I was talking with somebody yesterday, and I was like, I think he generally is a good person. And and I'm not going to say the same about the last coach. No, 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 no. But I think what he's doing with that is he's teeing up the old surprise I'm here on fourth down mm. moment. Here comes your onside kick. Here yes, comes your, yeah. yes. I think he's smart that way because Come. that's competitive advantage. Hey, go check the tape last couple weeks. You know, they're kind of going, they're kicking it on fourth and seven, 55 yards. That's, yeah. 
And I think he's waiting to catch somebody off guard a little bit. So I've kind of noted that too, hmm. but I'm kind of viewing it as he's just teeing it up yeah. for a good moment. I think he's starting to I, – I think the nuance of, of head coaching is when you value points versus possession. And it's it's an art. It's not a science. No. All the analytics that, that they get, that's fine. I like information. But there's still an art to understanding time and situation in a game, what your opponent is doing, if, you're, if your defense is being dominant or if it's struggling to keep up with your opponent and valuing points versus possession at any point in time just takes experience. But I think he's taking it in. Mm. And he's processing it all, and he he's not just strictly sticking to the analytic uh, game plan that always they, aggressive, they go. always I, aggressive, yeah. always aggressive. I also, I mean, I, I, he would never admit this, but I also think a part of this the last couple of weeks in doing that is like we can make or miss these field goals against Cal and Washington State. Let's see we're what we still got. Win yeah. this game. Well, I think some of it too. He know? wants to see if it comes down to a situation yes. later on where he's got to have a 50 plus yard field goal. Can Cam can Lewis Camden nail Lewis that? Do that. Yes, exactly. Do I have that right. option if I need it? So I think that was part of it as well. Much like Jonathan, can Sappington run from 30 yards out against a stout defense, or should we kick the ball here? Can we can we convert? He had a to find point, that out. Can he we was, convert a two point play if we need to? Can I successfully have a 30 yard run with a guy named Atticus? <laughs> ouch! We love Jonathan Smith, but ouch! I, it was a bad moment. Okay, can we just <laughs> that was like, a horrible. If we're gonna moment. get on coaches at different programs, I feel bad for him though too because I feel like now all the aggressive decisions that he makes, you're re- not you, but Beaver fan in general will react to the ones that don't work with the trauma of the fake field goal in mind, and like you're almost like you have like a clouded judgment of it. Like I didn't think the call this last weekend, like I, I didn't have any issue with it. You had a yard, you have a good offensive line, you have a quarterback who's six five two fifty, like. Whatever. I, it's not great to take points off the board, but Oregon State gets that nine out of ten times. They just happen to hike the ball over the quarterback's head, and it turned into a disaster. Yeah. Like if if they don't have that fake field goal, I don't think it's met with the same level of animosity. But you're, I think if they go for a fourth down this weekend or against Washington or whatever, might be the right call in the moment. But if they don't get it, you're just all going to have those flashbacks to the fake field goal at the end of the half in Arizona. I said something on yesterday's show, and I was nervous. Sometimes you say things out loud, and somebody goes, "Hey." And you're like, no, I don't want this conversation. <laughs> I said it. Nothing happened. But as soon as I said it, I mentally was like, probably shouldn't have said that out loud. Nothing happens. You go, okay, good. I bet Jonathan had the same reaction when that field goal or that attempt went over his head and they got two points. He probably was just like, awesome. Another Great. special teams <laughs> blunder to talk about. I can't wait for this. Can't wait for the post-game press conference. So, Jonathan, why are you always so aggressive? <laughs> He's got to answer that crap nonstop. Um, okay, I want to I want to get to a couple other college football notes. I have a question that I want to ask. It ties back into Oregon and Washington in the final hour of the show. I was watching another press conference yesterday of a coach who was in year two, and I'm just curious how we're feeling about certain hires a year and a half to nearly two years in. We'll get to that. I'm going to play a fun NFL game, though, next and look at some of the matchups this weekend uh, and call it the NFL pressure cooker. How about that? Is your pressure cooker going to pop? Let's do that in the NFL next on The Fam. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, Garth Brooks has a song about unanswered prayers. And the thunder rolls. And I'm going to talk about that in the final hour of the show as it relates to college football. Isn't he have a concert coming up at a halftime or something? I think of he's a- doing something with Amazon for the Black Friday game or something. There's something going on he's there. He's got something. I yeah. saw him on TV, and I was like, where's Trisha? <laughs> Trisha! <laughs> on the cooking network. <laughs> she is. She's making some, some probably some delicious pies, I bet. I, I watched her show sometimes making food, and she has her celebrity friends come over. Where's Garth? He's in the man cave. Like, <laughs> it's always like, where's Garth? Garth's outside in the back. He's with the fire. And, uh, you know, she's not quite Pioneer Woman. No, not quite. The Pioneer Woman is a uh, goddess, and I want her to cook for me for my Dean whole life. Rummond. Is that her name? I believe so. I don't know her real name. I call her the Pioneer Woman. Uh... <laughs> She's not that level, but she's not bad. Some of her stuff looks good. She's not the uh, barefoot, uh, what is Contessa, that? Contessa? Ina Garten? Yes, Ina Garten? Yeah. Oh, there's not a more bougie-looking good meal than Ina Garten. So we give Trish a third third place right now? Third place? In oh, the on the network? Yeah. No, she's no, out of the top five. Okay, not top five. Because you got the blonde gal uh, that cheated on her husband with What's-His-Nuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Smoke Show, I forget her name. Oh, Jada. Jada. You know all the names, all the names right there. Her kitchen's clean. She always has limes and lemons in a nice bowl. Oh, delightful. I love it. Um, So I'm going to do a little uh, Garth Brooks unanswered prayers final hour. It'll make sense when we get there. I want to play a fun game with you, though. I'm going to throw some teams at you, and I'm going to call this game the NFL pressure cooker. Mm. (laughs) Used a pressure cooker last night. Pressure cookers are delightful, right? Great way to cook a meal. And I'm going to use teams. Sometimes they connect, sometimes they don't. But who is under more pressure this weekend to perform better and get a win? Okay? So I'm going to throw the matchups at you or throw the teams at you, and I'm going to get your thoughts on it. Okay? Mm. The first one I'm going to throw at you, San Francisco on the road in Jacksonville. Three-game losing streak coming off a bye. Everybody thought three weeks ago nobody's going to beat them. Now it's like, ah, Brock Purdy suck. What's going on there? San Francisco on the road in Jacksonville. Seattle, fresh off getting embarrassed by the Baltimore Ravens by 800 points. They are back at home against the Commanders. Pressure cooker, who faces more pressure this weekend, Seattle or San Francisco? Nice. Oh, it's it's uh, it's Seattle. Oh, Seattle will go San Francisco. Interesting. I well, Niners. Uh, I'll say it quickly. Seattle loses at home to the Commies, who, by the way, do this like every other game. They're okay or good. Totally. And I don't know what Commie team's going to travel to Seattle. It's hard to bet against Seahawks at home. There's there's six and a half point favorites in Seattle. And Seahawks fan might not want to hear this, or maybe they already know, and they're like, yeah, that's fair. Can we beat real teams? Like, you play another Niners, you get physically outmatched. You play really elite teams. You go to Baltimore and no-show and lose by 30? I mean, what are we doing with that? Plus, Geno's not having a good year. Not having a great year. There's chatter in the Seattle media that maybe Drew Locke's going to get a look if Geno doesn't turn this around. And if you're going, Drew Locke, I'm kissing your season goodbye. So I'm going to actually say Seattle more than San Francisco. Okay, so I can go 49ers? I, I think the Seahawks, they were they were hopeful. They were optimistic about the season. The 49ers think they got a team that can get to the Super Bowl. 
You're taking them out if they lose? I don't think you It'd are. It'd be four in a row, though, if they I lose think, this yeah, weekend. I don't, yeah, I don't think you are, though. Mm. I'm, I'd be worried as a Niner fan. I already am. I think but I don't think you're taking them out of the category. <sighs> you don't even have Seattle in the category. No, which is why there's no pressure. Oh, that's ridiculous. It's the NFL. Have you been to an NFL season? No, Look at the pressure cooker. That. It's delivering. Yeah, let's get well, some debate. The Packers are an awful team by a lot of <laughs> metrics. You don't think when they lose with an awful record, that's still a lot of pressure? Well, there's still NFL pressure. That's just regular pressure. We're talking about the pressure cooker. Yeah. I think the 49ers have it. They they got to show up. and <laughs> They just the- extended their general manager. Their coach is highly favored in the NFL circles. Well, who's applying the pressure? The pressure within the team or the pressure from outside in the fan base? Pressure is outside. Stuff? The team yeah. is the meat. The pressure cooker is the outside. So there you go. I think the Niner fan base will start to really start to pull their hair I think out. Seattle kicks around the idea every other week of not liking Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's fired every other month. Every other month. I feel like I'm that tennis gif right now where it's like, back. Yeah. Fourth. Back. Who convinced Fourth. you? Fourth. What pressure are you going with? I think I'm leaning your direction right now. Mm. I think I'm leaning your direction. Interesting. Because of the 49er angle, like even if they lose this weekend, I'm not out on them. No. But I, I also understand Swag's point. I don't want to fence it, but oh, I think I I'm going to give, I'm I gonna, I'm gonna give a point to you there. All okay. right. Up, number, uh, up next. Okay. The Buffalo Bills got issues, man. <laughs> yes, they, they do. got yeah, issues. Okay. Can you figure out how to run the damn football no, with they can't. somebody other than Josh Allen? They can't. They can't run the football. Can we get a good coach? They're at home. Ooh, controversial. At home <laughs> Monday night against Denver. Yes, that's your Monday night game. The Broncos are in primetime. Bills and Broncos. Okay. Buffalo is your pressure cooker team that's on one rad. side. Your other pressure cooker team is a team that gave out the largest quarterback contract in NFL history yeah. that is somehow winning despite the fact that he hasn't played and is kind of doing some weird stuff. But they're 5-3. and three. The Browns are in the AFC playoff picture. They go to Baltimore this weekend. Mm. Six-point dog in Baltimore. More pressure. Browns are their $250 man or Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills? Bills. Not it's even a question. Not even That was a quick question. and easy. Okay. I, I'm going to go Browns. Mm. I think the Bills within that division, the, the Patriots suck. The Jets are very hit and miss. And the Dolphins, they just got embarrassed by the Bills this season. I totally get it. Allen struggled. The offense looks a little weird at times. The defense is really banged up, so it's a bit of a mass unit. And people are kind of out on McDermott right now. I, I think ultimately it's the Browns. Mm. Has any other team given $231 guaranteed million to a quarterback who, for some reason, is choosing to play and then not play? And then, <laughs> like, the coach says he's healthy, and then he says he's not. I, they're just as good with P.J. Walker at quarterback. I think it's Cleveland because Cleveland's got a really stout Their defense. defense. Their defense might be the best. It's in legit. The You've got league. Njoku, third degree burn Njoku. Yeah. You've got Amari Cooper. Cream Hunt went, or Cor- not Cream Hunt, but uh, Chubb went down and everybody thought how they could recover and they've been fine. You've yeah, got, got Ford, Ford and Kareem Hunt. Your offensive line isn't atrocious. Like, nope. Cleveland's got a real shot here. And the guy they've paid the most money to in NFL history <laughs> the liability. seemingly does or does not want to play on any given week. <laughs> I think Josh Allen and the Bills will make the playoffs, but I think the pressure cooker's on Cleveland this weekend. Okay. I think the Bills, I think it's not about the Bills making the playoffs. They have to go on a deep run. They got to get to a Super Bowl. Or what? Otherwise, I think you start to wonder if they begin to reform this. Is McDermott uh, going to be the long-term solution? He's been there a long time, obviously, in NFL coaching standards. I just wonder if they lose to another, quote, inferior team, especially at home. They should have lost to the Giants on Sunday Night Football yeah. a month ago or however yeah. many weeks ago oh, that yeah, was. For sure. They got bailed out by a yeah. no call there. You know, if they, they lose that game, they're the below football. 500 right now. <laughs> um, they're really dinged up in the, in the secondary. 
Um, even though they keep rolling Poyer and Hyde out there, those guys seemingly have to get taken off the field a couple of times during the game. I don't know what they're doing to get them back in, but I just think if they don't put it all together this season, you're going to see major makeover to the Bills in the offseason. I see. I think you would only see a couple things. Maybe Diggs gets traded for value and the coach gets changed. But spread you, the money around a little Josh bit. Josh Allen's yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah, they're still going to be competitive. Like Cleveland has a real good team. And their quarterback, who they thought they were getting an all-pro with the most money, like, that's got to be so frustrating. Ken Carmen, our buddy in Cleveland, he has a video every week, it seems, that comes out and basically screaming at his co-host because everything's good on this team except the quarterback, which they've paid the most money to. It's a very frustrating situation to be in. Last one, no thoughts behind it because we went long here. Yeah. A couple of 6-2 and two teams, Jags at home against the 49ers. Lions on the road against the Chargers, both feeling good. Which one's under more pressure? Jacksonville to get a win over San Francisco or Detroit to get a win to get to 7-2 and two in L.A. against the Chargers? I'm going to go... Um, I think the Lions. I think the Jags are going to win that division pretty much no matter what. I'm going Jags. Okay. I think Doug Peterson's an okay coach. I don't think he's amazing. Sometimes he leaves me going, what are you doing? And also Lawrence. Lawrence has good moments, and Lawrence has moments where you kind of go, eh, didn't see what you see there. Okay. This would, I think, within the locker room. This would be a big one for This them. would go way further yeah. for them than Detroit beating the Chargers. This is kind of like. That's more of a pressure. Don't lose. Don't lose that game. Yeah, but even if you do, you still know the Lions are a good yeah. team, and the NFL is weird. Yeah. Uh, there you go. I Press liked your NFL. Uh, NFL pressure cooker. <laughs> brought to you by Sprague's Kitchen. Brought to you by NFL Ziggers Ag. I like it. There you it. go. Exactly. More <laughs> NFL segments. All right. We got a lot to get to in the final hour. I'm going to bring up a college football note. It'll make sense when I do. We'll start, though, with uh, Ken Barkley, our buddy. What's he gambling on this weekend? He starts the final hour next on The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.